You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thank you for that, Kevin. Uh, I mean, it was a great week, obviously. That's why we're doing that. So now we're going to start with the Go Devils champ. But we're, why don't we give a little round of applause? Yeah. I mean, once again, we're here. ASU is 5-1. and one. We beat a great Washington State team, honestly. Their record doesn't really indicate the type of team they are. But, wow, I mean, Kevin, first, first uh, reaction to the game, what do you think? Uh, all around, good game. I got a little worried there, you know, towards the end. But, uh... Jane Daniels came in clutch and clutched out for the rest of the team. I mean, this was by far Daniels' best game. And I know we said that recently last game, but, I mean, the kid just keeps improving. The kid can play football. I mean, I mean, he went 26 for 36 with 363 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, did I mention zero interceptions? He gets the round of applause today. I mean, the thing I loved about this game, we were down 10-0 to start the game against a team that can score points at the snap of a finger. I was worried. Oh, I know. I was with you. We were both petrified. And we stuck it out. Eno Benjamin, 19 carries, 137 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, the offense played great. This was the first game we didn't rely on the defense, which we knew coming in was going to be... Going to be tough. Going to be tough to outscore this team, which basically we did because, I mean, no shade of the defense, but this was our first game without a turnover. So the defense wasn't there. We had zero sacks. So the defense could use work, but all praise to the offense. Defense played well though with the with the rushing attack. You know, they uh, didn't let Washington State run the ball very much. They ran the ball ten times. Uh, they kind of shut it down early, so Washington State was forced to pass a lot uh, throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, Anthony Gordon uh, threw the ball sixty six times, which is I mean that's Mike. Le- that's what that's Leach's way. That's Leach. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what Leach is gonna. Did do. it take his Tech? Still doing Washington State. Yeah, and luckily we were prepared for it, and we. Pretty much shut it down for the most part. I mean, granted, he went 44 for 64, so that's kind of ridiculous. Went 466 yards, but the QBR was only 79. So I think we kind of held up for the most part. And most importantly, 34 points. And we had 38. So we had 38, and that's, that's all, all that matters. matters. That's all that matters. Uh, and, I mean, I know you said Jane Daniels might be the MVP of this game, but Brandon Ayuk, again, just went insane. He's the he's the best player on ASU this year by far, I think. Seven receptions this game, 196 yards, and three touchdowns. All of Jane Daniels' touchdowns were to Brandon Ayuk, and he's just he's so valuable to this team, and so valuable specifically to Jane Daniels that without him, we definitely wouldn't be five and one. And if you just look at his yards after the catch, he has the second most in the country. Only behind Alabama's wide receiver. He has 424 right now, uh, which is actually ridiculous that we have a receiver who is in the top five stats of anything in the country. Nobody saw that coming, especially after Nikhil Harry left. People thought our wide receiver core was going to be pretty weak this year. And Brandon Ayuk has proven the haters wrong. I mean, that's ridiculous, like you said. An Alabama wide receiver is the only person that has more yards after catch than... 
Brandon Ayuk. And that was the biggest question mark coming to this season is who was going to step up at wide receiver. And we were talking about, you know, Frank Darby was going to step up or Kyle Williams, but... I didn't think it would be Brandon Ayuk. Me either. I didn't think... uh, And I'm not upset, obviously, because this is ridiculous. I mean, no other receiver in the league is doing this. Mm -hmm. I guess one other is doing it, but... Speed. His speed is second to none, you know? And you just see him get a screen pass, and he just... Free time has to be ridiculous. I don't know what it is, but his acceleration is crazy. I mean, he's this season single-handedly is making him an NFL draft prospect. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he's already doing better than he did his junior year. He has more yards, more touchdowns. I mean, this is a ridiculous season for Brandon Ayuk. And this is, if he makes it to the league, which looking like it, if he continues this, he's obviously going to, this is going to be the year that did it for him. And yeah. I'm just very impressed with Jaden Daniels because... He wanted to win that game. If you guys saw the game, I'm not sure. Um, there was about a minute left. I would say actually like about 30 seconds left. And he went, instead of sliding like a quarterback would, a true freshman quarterback may, he went over the Washington State defender into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Because he wanted to win that bad that he's like, I'm going to put my body on the line for my team. And, and risk it for the biscuit, you know? <laughs> oh, and thank God he did because I mean, we wouldn't have won if he didn't score there. No, he wouldn't have. And how about our run blocking? I mean, Eno Benjamin was having averaging 7.2 yards a carry. And granted, you know, there's obviously some of that's Eno, but, I mean, the O-line held up. I mean, you could see the holes that were being built. He had a long rush of 32 yards. Daniels himself had a 17-yard carry, and both of them had touchdowns on the ground. The holes were there for sure. I mean, our run blocking has gotten much better throughout the weeks. Our pass blocking still needs a little bit of help. Jaden Daniels still isn't getting enough time in the pocket to find his open receivers. Um, but overall, the offensive line definitely has gotten better uh, since the beginning of the year. They listened to us. They took our advice to heart. And they're, they're producing now. You know what? And I, again, we say this kind of, it's been a theme on this show, but I think we deserve some sort of credit. I mean, the old line is consistently exactly. improving. The run blocking is top tier in the league, or that last game would look top tier in the league. No one could stop the run attack. The only thing is, you know, three sacks. But against this Washington State front, I guess, you know, that's a half round of applause. Some of that is on Jaden Daniels. You know, he he holds on to the ball a little bit too long. But still, three sacks, no good, no good. I guess one thing we could really work on would be getting to the quarterback. I mean, we had zero sacks and only, what, I think four tackles for loss? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit much. But, you know, we did have 12 pass deflections. All right. Our secondary is great. Which is actually ridiculous compared to Washington State's two, just to put that into perspective of how much that is. Jack Jones had a day. Jack Jones. Five pass deflections. That's pretty ridiculous, honestly. I mean, that's they're testing him out, and he showed up. He's like, no, no, sir, I'm not going to let a ball get to the receiver. And Zendejas was great. One for one for field goals, 31 yards. Five for five extra points, and he totaled eight of our points, so... Eight of the points. We don't have that. We lose the game. So shout out to Christian Zendejas doing well. And how about Michael Turk? Once again, the game changer. Turk. I mean, the punter, a lot of people, it gets overlooked a lot, but he had five punts for 194 yards. Slip in the field. You know, field position. That's what half the game is field position. And, I mean, the long was only 49, but if you looked at the punts, he's consistently pinning Washington State deep in their own territory. And while they were scoring in the beginning, I mean, you can only march down the entire field so many times before it just becomes like, okay, this is not going to work anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just all around in this game, uh, 
I really do believe we outplayed them. Uh, they had a little bit better passing game than us, but, I mean, balance attack, We our offense was better than Washington State's offense, which I did not see coming in this game. I thought our defense was going to have to slow down that offense and make it more of a low-scoring game because I didn't think we were going to be able to get in a shootout with a team like Washington State and win, but that's exactly what we did. I mean, yeah, you look at the total yards. We had 532 total yards. Kevin, what if I told you we would have 532 total yards before this game and Washington State would have less yards than us? I would say you're wrong. Washington State would have 600 if we had 532. I mean, that's exactly what I thought. And what if I told you their quarterback threw for 466 yards and three touchdowns? You'd think, oh, we I lost. I would say we got, we got crushed. Yeah, I mean, but you look at it, it goes down to just the balance of the game that Coach Herm came up with. And that's, I so honestly think he outcoached Mike Leach. And it was something that was a big question mark. Who's the better coach? We went through that uh, two weeks ago. And, I mean, I think the better coach showed up here. Herm Edwards just knew the game plan that was coming in. And I will never forget that we were down 10-0 to with the true freshman quarterback. And we came all the way back. And in the third quarter, they took the lead again. And all things looked like they were going wrong. And then we put up 14 points in the fourth quarter to win. You can't stop us. No. Great team effort. And slow us down? Can't stop us, though. I, you know? Yeah, I'd like to see a team that could stop us. and Which leads us to our next game, a team that very well could stop <laughs> us. I mean, this Utah game. I mean, this game is looking more and more like this is the Pac-12 championship. Pac-12 South championship, at least. I mean, but we're getting no respect. What's the deal with that? We're the 17th ranked team in the nation. Vegas is not giving us any type of respect here. But I guess we're away, you know, but 13 and a half point underdogs seems like a little bit much to me. Yeah, I mean, it was 14 until, I guess, right before this because we saw 14 coming into the show. But, yeah, 13 and a half point favorite, they give – Utah, an 82.6% chance to beat us. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Sorry. But, I mean, you look at the game. Points per game, they're at 34. Points allowed per game, they're at 13.2. I mean, they are a better team than us. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it shows they're the 13th ranked team in the nation. 5-1, and one, just had a tough loss. But um, they just beat Oregon State 52-7. to seven. So yeah. they can score the ball and they can prevent you from scoring. So, Kevin, what are some of your main focuses on this game? Because... Uh, I would say force some turnovers because they don't turn the ball over very much. Uh, the quarterback has no interceptions. Uh, I'd say we have to get after the quarterback, force him to make some bad throws, uh, get some turnovers hopefully, and swing the game. So, because Utah's gonna be bumping, you know, it's at Utah. They haven't had very many ranked teams come in yet this year, so they're gonna be excited for this one. Uh, Jaden Daniels might be a little rattled, even though he wasn't that rattled at Michigan State. No, and that's a tough place to play. Yeah, but I'm just a little worried about this game because it's really our first big test. I wasn't really that worried about Michigan State. We beat them last year. I thought they were a little overrated, but this Utah team is very good. Definitely the best team we've played all year. Um, And I say we just have to get after the quarterback, force him to make some bad decisions. I mean, we look at their run attack. They have 68 carries for 514 yards. And so they're a very balanced team overall. I mean, Eno Benjamin has 125 carries for 529 yards. That's only 15 more yards than on, what, 30 less carries, 40 less carries? Mm-hmm. And so that's a little bit ridiculous. They have a running attack, and this is definitely the biggest test we faced all year. But I genuinely, you know, call me biased. I think we're going to pull this one out again. We I can think win this game for sure. Don't get me wrong. We can win. Uh, Jane Daniels played like he played last week. Our offensive line played like they played last week. And our defense will be fine. I know that. 
I know our defense will do what they need to do and keep us in the game in some type of way. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just it's got to do with Jaden Daniels, I think. It's all about Jaden Daniels. I mean, one thing Utah definitely has on us is experience. I mean, they're running back and their quarterback, which I guess would be the both the generals of their offense, are seniors. And uh, so that's going to help them, obviously, with the, at, at home as well. They're a ranked team. They've been here before. But Daniels is honestly outplaying their quarterback, if you look at it. He has more completions, more yards, one less throwing touchdown, but he has more rushing touchdowns. And he only still has one interception. That's a true freshman. And honestly, this Utah team has yet to be tested, so... We don't really know what we're going against here. They lost to SC. They're a great team yeah. on paper. They did lose to USC, but we're the team that played two ranked teams and beat them both. So now we're going to our third ranked team. This is their first ranked matchup. So, I mean, I genuinely think this is a very winnable game. I think we do need to turn the ball over. We definitely need to get to the quarterback. And they're a run-first team. I mean, they only, have, they only average 10 less rushing yards a game than they do passing yards, which is kind of ridiculous. So if we stop the run, we're going to beat this team. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a mixed bag of this game. You know, it's it's tough to say who's gonna win this game because we're so kind of different teams. Um, that's just so I I honestly have no idea what's gonna happen in this game. Well, give me a score prediction, Ken. What are you looking at for this game? Uh, I'll go. 27-20 Utah, sadly. Oh, boo. I know I'm the negative Nancy on You're the show. You're definitely the negative Nancy. You're definitely the villain of this show. I'm, I'm, I'm a realist, though. Well, I mean, my picks have, are still perfect other than the Boulder game, which we kind of pushed out of our minds. We made ourselves forget. I have Arizona State winning this one, obviously. This is for all the city of Tempe. I have Arizona State winning this game. 24-17, once again, you know, a slugfest, just our defense is showing up, and I think we're going to force two turnovers, and I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Well, I, I mean, I hope so. I mean, Again, I hope you're right, and I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I will be wrong, because I am always right most of the time, except for my picks, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's going to be a tough game, though, for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, we win this game. There honestly is no reason to keep us out of, I'd say, the top, top 10. Top 10. I mean, we have three ranked wins all the way. So if we win this game, you could be looking at Arizona State in the top 10 in the nation, which I know was crazy to say. Nobody I saw, would see that coming at the beginning of the year. I mean, even saying that now, I saw your face go, what? But like, we look I'm, at the stats, yeah. it's true. I mean, Arizona State could be a top 10 team with this win. And honestly, if they win this, they deserve it. And Jane Daniels is going to be the real deal. I mean, I'm, already, I'm high on him. I've been high on him this whole season, but... As a true freshman, to win three road games that are against ranked opponents, two of them in the Pac-12, that's crazy. And that's something that this is going to be a special player for, I mean, hopefully four years. But yeah. if he keeps winning, I doubt he stays four just because mm-hmm. other I mean, NFL teams are going to look at him. Before, before the league. Yeah. And, you know, quick thing. What, what is up with the Pac-12 network not allowing – it's only streamed on the Pac-12 network. So I guess the best way to watch this game if you don't have the Pac-12 network – if you have direct TV like I do, would be go to Utah, travel to Utah. Yeah, take the bus, baby. They're, they're providing buses, the nine four two crew. They bus every game. Get on the bus up there. We did a great job at Michigan State. A lot of Arizona State fans there. Get the keys going. 
I want to hear a lot of this, ASU. I want to hear a lot of keys there in Utah. I mean, it's not a short drive. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be a little bit... What, I say beautiful country, though. Beautiful country. I mean, you look at the game. It's going to be great weather. It's going to be sunny, 62. I mean, that's City. football weather. Yeah, you're in Salt Lake City. There's plenty to do. That's the 84112. Come on. Yeah. You can do that. That's Salt Lake City, Utah. Starts at 3 p.m. So this is going to be one of the biggest games of the year. The biggest game of the year. No doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. We win this game... I don't think you will pick us as an underdog in any other game coming up. I don't think so. I go with the rest of our schedule. I mean, the rest of our schedule, we're playing pretty pretty easy teams for the rest of the schedule. I mean, it's after Utah, we got UCLA. should be very winnable. USC. That's parents' weekend, so that's going to be a loud game. Home. At Oregon State, should be an easy win. Versus Oregon, home. Home versus Oregon. Uh, if we're undefeated going into that, I mean, we're going to be. That could be game day. I mean, yeah, we're going to be 10-1 and one going into that. And Oregon's still pretty good. College game day could be coming to tempting people. Uh, that'd be pretty crazy. Uh, and then we'll finish here at Arizona. And that's just going to be so, what? A slaughterhouse? Realistically, I'm looking at a 10-win season here. I don't, Hopefully. I don't see why not. And even with this, guys, there's no reason to panic. I still think we're going to beat Utah. But if you guys are kind of on you know, Kevin's side and you don't think we're going to beat Utah... I mean, look, we'd fall to 5-2, and two, and then I think we'd be UCLA. They'd be 6-2. and two. USC Parents Weekend, Tempe isn't a fun place to play. I think all the opponents have known that. That's 8-2 and two right there. 7-2, well, seven, seven excuse seven and two, me. Yeah. That's 8-2 after we beat Oregon State and Oregon State. We've seen, I mean, their program isn't what it used to be. And then versus Oregon. Their program is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then versus Oregon, that's, that's our last really tough game of the year. Obviously, we have the rivalry versus Arizona, but we know how that's going to go, so... Our little brothers down south. I mean, that's what we're going to do. We're going to... This is going to be one of Arizona State's best seasons. I can genuinely say that. And remember when you laughed at me, Kevin, beginning of the year when I said put Arizona State in a New Year's Six Bowl? And I think that was... No, you laughed yourself, I think. I think think you laughed at me and you said that's absurd. I think you also said that that was a little crazy. Well, now, call me crazy then because I, I see it happening. I mean, I see the rest of our schedule. I see the teams we've beaten. We have two more ranked opponents, and I'd say USC is going to be a tough game as well. Other than that, I don't think I think we should beat every single team we face. Could be we could end up in the Rose Bowl this year. <laughs> Everything goes right. ASU in the Rose Bowl. I mean, ASU Penn State Rose Bowl. Oh, that that would be That's something nice. to watch. That'd be fun to watch. And right now, we're technically in second place in the division, just because you know we don't have as many um, conference wins, I suppose. But USC has us. Uh, tied over us, but we're five and one. USC's three and three, so we all know that's gonna pan out at the end. And I don't quite understand why. I'm not sure what the tiebreaker is here, mm-hmm. but for some reason we are in second place here. I don't quite understand. Maybe it's a home record. Maybe I'm not sure, but I just don't understand it. Yeah, yeah the college football, the way they rank it, is kind of ridiculous. I think. But wait for the college football playoff rankings to come out. That's what really matters. You know, yeah, I'll take that. And APs, outs, whatever. But and honestly, if any USC fans try to say anything, we'll just say, "Why don't you check the top twenty-five rankings and tell us where yeah. you show up?" And you look at What's seventeen, up? we'll be there. I mean, Utah's below them as well, and they're five and one with a two and one in the conference record. So I don't really, I don't really see how that works. I mean, USC's two and one in the conference as well, but you know, we'll give it the Pac-12 football standings. Um, Oregon's leading the North right now. At, they're three and zero and five and one on the road, or five and one, excuse me, on the season. Their only loss came to Auburn, so that's still a team solid that can team. compete. Yeah, Auburn's a very solid team. 
And Washington finds himself back in the rankings. So, I mean, that team is still has some fight in them. They are 5-2, and two, though. So I kind of only see us and Utah and Oregon at 5-1. and one. So I would like a little bit more respect on our names, I guess. That's what I'm asking for. It's, good. it's definitely going to be a battle between ASU and Utah for the Pac-12 South to get a bid into the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, the North is more of a toss-up between Stanford, Oregon, and, uh, <coughs> and Washington. But, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and don't count us out. That's all I'm asking ESPN. And I think we're going to sh- surprise a lot of people in Salt Lake City, and they're going to regret making us a 14-point underdog because I think it's going to fire up the boys. Because if I'm the 17th-ranked team in the nation coming off, what, three straight wins now against a ranked opponent, two ranked opponents under- wins under my belt, I'm going to be a little upset that we're a 14-point underdog. And they haven't learned. Uh, like Vegas has not learned. If you doubt the Sun Devils, they're going to win. Yeah. You know, I guess I haven't learned either. You have not I'm, learned. I've been down on them. And I'm still here for the city of Tempe. I'm still here. And I I hope that a lot of ASU students go to this game. We'll be watching it at our house. Uh, we sadly won't be able to make it to Utah. But anyone who does. This weekend. Oh, yeah. We are. It's going to be a quick, you know, Eagles-Cowboys rivalry. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, if not, we'd probably... We may make a road trip down there, yeah. yeah. I mean, this team keeps playing like this. I'm going to want to watch a top-10 team play. I don't care where they are. So that's all we got for today, guys. We'll see you next Wednesday, and hopefully we'll be talking about a win.